anger. Suddenly, I look down and am dressed in a denim jumpsuit unzipped to my sternum. And behind me, Kate Jackson and Jacqueline Smith. Please, don't talk Drew Barrymore to me. I was a teenager in the 70s and 80s, and as a result spent nearly a decade of my life with curling iron burns on my ears, neck, and forehead, some of which matured into scars. Let me have my Farrah Fawcett dream. I have earned it. Already to hand out free samples of kick-butt pie. Oh, yeah. And my frosted, immaculately feathered hair rocks, making a majority of the other passengers visibly jealous. Now, despite the bravado of my naked-night mind, I was days away from the date of my trip, and I was trying very hard not to let my mother's words sink into my brain and nest there. Typically, before a big trip, I am so excited that I head to the airport days in advance, eating Cinnabons like a bear heading into hibernation. This time, however, I hadn't even started packing for the three-week-long trip. I have to go, I told myself. It will be fun. This is your book tour, a trip around the country, nice hotels, room service. That's right, room service. Cheesecake and wine at your command. You're going to great cities, I reminded myself. New York, Seattle, San Francisco, San Jose, Los Angeles, Ann Arbor. It's like being a rock star. Well, without the rock or the star, but still, you get to do America on your publisher's dime. And right now, it's not 117 degrees in any of those places. But it is where you live. And honestly... That alone was my inspiration to toss 21 pairs of underwear into the washing machine and then throw them into my suitcase. Once I realized that I could remove myself from a Phoenix summer, a place where a coin or safety pin left in the sun on a car seat for seven seconds becomes a glowing red branding iron, for almost a month, I couldn't pack fast enough. I even packed a sweater in case I encountered a cold trend and hit temperatures under 85 degrees. Now completely invigorated for my trip, I anticipated more security at the airport than usual due to the alert, and I was right. The security at the airport was heavier than the security at either of Madonna's weddings. But I was prepared and had arrived almost three hours before my scheduled departure. What I was not prepared for, however, was my conflict with the metal detector, but I really don't believe that was my fault. See, the thing that was running through my head when I was getting dressed that morning was comfort, not don't wear the pants that need a belt to keep them held up because you just might have to take that belt off when you go through security. And when your wedding ring sets off the metal detector, the National Guard guy with the machine gun isn't really going to care that when you hold both your arms out to your sides, including the one that's clutching at your waistband, your pants will slide down to your fanny faster than a Kennedy getting off a bar stool after happy hour. He won't care, even if the hysterical, uncontrolled laughter from all 200 people in line behind you drowns out any beep the little wand might make as it goes over your bra hook and the guilty wedding ring. He won't care. He's too busy being mesmerized by the old grandma panties you're wearing, particularly the part where the white cotton separates from the elastic for about eight inches and forms 
what looks like a kangaroo pouch over the girth of your belly. What an idiot. I heard a man behind me say, and when I turned around, I saw that he was shaking his head at me. Hey, I whispered to the National Guard guy as he patted my paunch. See this guy behind me with no belt? I heard him say he used to golf with Jose Padilla. As if that wasn't enough of a self-esteem buzzkill to last me for my whole tour. In a matter of hours, I would find myself in a greasy, grimy New York City garage, being called an idiot again by a guy with glasses so dirty they had turned green, a chip on his shoulder, and, directly underneath, armpit stains bigger than his head. At least then, however, I was wearing a good percentage of my clothes. 2. Standing on the corner of 49th Street and Park in Manhattan, I was desperately trying